Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. We're an audio podcast based in Glasgow where we talk everything that is yarny, nitty and fabulous and sometimes we do tend to get a little bit tipsy along the way. Whether you are a new or returning listener, we are delighted to have you here with us and let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome back to the Tipsy Nits podcast after months. Who are Tipsy Nits? What's that? What? I don't know. Podcast? I think there's like a memory right at the very back of my head. Tipsy Nits. I can see a recording written on the screen and I feel intimidated. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, to be fair, it's not as bad as when we used to record in person in the before times and you could see the screen literally writing the word, like the wave pattern of the sound. Yeah, and you can see every single um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very good at just by sight looking at a waveform and being like, that's an um. <sighs> it's been a few months, eh? Who even knows? It's September in June. What even is time? Who knows? But we have alcohol. Yeah. And we're going to tell you all about it. Why don't you tell us first, Sia? I'm not used to going first. This is a novelty. Do I normally go? I swear I'm normally like, Pip, what are you drinking? But well, okay. I pipped you to the post. Oh, that's terrible. Me, what am I drinking? Well, me, I have got alcohol. <laughs> Woo! So the last few episodes, in the before the most recent lockdown times, I was on water. But guess what? Still not pregnant, and now I'm on the booze again. Woo! But our darling, darling, darling pal, Emma, who lives all the way up in Thurso, kindly sent me a Mahushiv bottle of Orcadian Moon. Mm. And yeah, ooh, indeed, Piff, ooh, indeed, because, my friends, it's coffee liqueur from Dearness Distillery, and it is effing delicious. So I have got me a white Russian. Ooh. Basically, it's just milk and coffee liqueur. And I can pretend that I'm fancy. Plus, if I drink it on its own, like, if I drink it on its own, I'll drink the entire bottle. If I put milk in it, it's marginally less palatable to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so Glad- delicious. I'm glad you said what was in it because I had no idea what was in a a white Russian except for milk. (laughs) Cheers, my darlings. Happy New Year. Happy New Lockdown. Happy New Episode. (laughs) What are you drinking? I was gifted this for Christmas. It is Mm -hmm. some salted caramel liqueur from Hotel Chocolat. Oh, fancy. Yeah. It's quite a big bottle, so it's going to take me a long time to get through it because... I don't drink much and I am a fair lightweight now, like even more so than I was before baby times. And um, confirm. Yeah, I had what two glasses of Prosecco at the weekend on cocktail night and was completely out of it. That was so hilarious. The drunk voice came out. <laughs> oh no. No, no, it's totally cute. It's totally I, cute. I don't think I embarrassed myself. I think I mostly spent the rest of the evening on Twitter telling people that I loved them. Yeah, like, you didn't embarrass yourself at all. Like, you were, of all the drunks I know, you are one of my favourite drunks to chill with because you're just very effervescent and very, very self-confident, which I love. <laughs> love. <laughs> so you'd be like, this thing's amazing. Also, I'm cute. <laughs> and that is energy I can deal with I love that energy so 
drink you drink that hotel chocolat booze pip yes it's really smooth and really mm-hmm. nice and i kind of want to try it in hot chocolate oh <gasps> oh you should that is a genius plan yeah so yeah i like this i would recommend it if you like salted caramel this is good awesome what okay. did you think oh. of your white russian because you didn't actually say oh i didn't did i well i can tell you that without without the without the milk i don't what what's the white bit what's the russian bit i don't understand how this works without the milk it is delicious and it is like the smoothest coffee you have ever tasted with the milk it tastes like the best iced coffee you will ever drink unless you don't like coffee or alcohol at which point i guess you're kind of stuck <laughs> but it is amazing like honestly i've seen a few people popping on instagram over the past week mm-hmm and if you are ever tempted by seeing things on other people's Instagram feeds, this is one of those things you should totally be tempted by. Nice. But it's, De- it's the Dearness Distillery. And they do, like, I think they're the ones behind a couple of very nice gins sitting on my shelf. Nice. So these guys are good. They know what they are doing. 10 out of 10 recommend. Shall we move on to what we have on and off the needle slash hooks? Ah, yes, the knitting part of Tipsy Knits. Yeah, like there's there's definitely some yarn content involved. Yeah, I think I think I think we're known for that. Mm. It's coming back to me now. It's coming back okay. to me. <laughs> what do you have on the needles? On the needles right now, I have got a renunculus sweater, and it is a pattern by Midori Heroes. Mm-hmm. And it is basically this really cool sweater, and you can knit it in. To my understanding, you can knit it in up to several weights. So you can have it as just lace weight, or you can go all the way up to like holding yarn stubble. And I am knitting it in lace weight mohair yarn held single. So literally, it's well, my vibe is that it's going to be really floaty and ethereal and soft and pretty. I tried it on the other night, and Phil just straight up went see through. <laughs> It's a good layering piece. It's classy. Yeah. It'll be perfect um, for those, like, you know, like, spring days or those, like, nice warm summer evenings when you've got a strappy top on, but you want something just, like, a little bit more. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, you say strappy. My lockdown wardrobe is basically a sports bra. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really... Gonna, it's really going to go and be offset by the nice um, lace and textured patterns of the yoke. Yeah. <laughs> and the balloon sleeves. And I'm knitting it in yarn by Emilia A. Phenomen. And it's this amazing yarn company in Quebec. And it is a Leona base in the Eugenia colorway. So it's this really nice, soft, mosey, pinky purple. Ooh. That's what is on my needles right now. Hey, Lovely. what about you, little miss? I have several hundred whips again. <laughs> I have three. I have three. And each of them is a different craft. So, you know, it's okay. It's okay. So going by oldest mm-hmm. to newest, I cast on... Is that? Do you still say cast on with crochet? I'm still going to say cast on with crochet because... I don't know. Well... Uh, I do not proclaim to be an expert, so I'm I'm still just going to say cast on. The Finola Shawl by Ava Nee, mm-hmm. who is an amazing Irish short hook Tunisian crochet designer. 
and I'm knitting it in two colors of Rusty Ferret. I think it's Steampunk Angle and Vincent, but I'm not 100% sure. One of them is gray with rainbow bits. One of them is black and pink. That's that's it. And I'm knitting each wedge in a slightly different color. And it's the first time I've ever done short hook Tunisian crochet or any kind of Tunisian crochet. And I was a little bit intimidated at first, but she has an amazing video series explaining how to do each bit of the pattern. And once I realized how the charts were made and how to read them, it was super simple. I had friends that crocheted them a few years ago and they all said that I needed to try it. It was amazing. And I'd always just have been a bit like, oh, but it's new and scary. But no, I'm enjoying it. I can crochet one wedge a day. I think there's 13 wedges, but I'm kind of doing that thing where I'll pick it up and do like a wedge or two and then put it down for ages and then pick it up and do a wedge or two and then put it down for ages. But that's fine. We all need a project like that one someday. So that's the one I cast on. I cast that on roughly Christmas. Mm -hmm. Before Christmas? Sometime in December. I think it was December. Was that for the yarn along? Yes, for the fasten off yarn along that we will talk about later. I reckon that's December though. Yeah, it must have been. Must have been. Because I didn't cast it on while I was still doing NaNoWriMo. So it must have been December. Then I have recently cast on a Caterline sweater by podcast favourite Carrie Westerman in Dalton Border Leicester that I bought at a yarn festival pre-baby that was originally going to be a lush but then it never got made into a lush and then Carrie announced that she was finally releasing this sweater and I was like "Ah, perfect because Carrie wore a prototype of this design for ages years ago 2016 2017 might have been 2017 EYF that I did a class with her and she was wearing it and I was like are you ever going to release that pattern and she was like, oh, one day, one day. So literally nearly four years. Nearly four years I have been looking, <laughs> going and wondering when Carrie was going to release this pattern. Not hassling her at all. Not, mm-hmm. but, but when she was like, oh, I'm going to release a thing. And then she posted like a little sneak peek and I recognized it. And I was like, oh, finally. So yes, when she released it, I was waiting, poised. And I've cast on that Caterline. It's like a textured, it's like a textured chevron, oversized, cropped sweater. And the yarn is bright orange. And the texture definition of the oh, yarn is just so good. Nice. So yeah, I'm working what on that. The prototype? Was it that beautiful turquoise one? Yes, it was the turquoise one. I'm telling you, I swear, every time we saw Carrie wearing it, I would just find myself staring at her torso. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. And the pictures for the pattern release were like bright yellow. So this is a sweater. Oh, yes. So like you can wear it in like neutrals or whatever, but this is a sweater that really lends itself to like colour. Yeah. Yours is gonna look so good. I'm so excited. I can't wait to wear it. Oh, yeah. And then today, today I cast on 
a new project because I'm kind of having that bit where I've sort of lost my mojo and nothing is gathering my attention at all. Like I just can't be bothered to do any cross stitch or knitting or Tunisian crochet or anything. Like I just am having one of those days. And I was like, I just need a palette cleanser that I can pick up and put down that's going to take a while. And I got given some yarn for Christmas that I've been looking for a blanket pattern for. And it's iron weight yarn. It's called Novita Seven Brothers. And I got two balls each of six colours for Christmas, which are the pride flag colours. Oh, lovely. So I've been looking for a stripy blanket pattern. And Mm. eventually, finally, today six weeks later i settled on the cozy stripes blanket by attic 24 which is a free pattern and it's just two layers of like double or treble us uk stitches followed by two rows of granny stripes then you just repeat that so it's simple it's elegant it's easy it's mindless and i did a foundation double crochet so no chaining. You don't have to chain for hundreds of miles and pick up chain. If you are annoyed by having to chain to start a crochet project, just YouTube foundation and then the stitch name that you're looking for. And it will show you how you can create these stitches without having to chain. And it's super simple. It's It looks really good. You don't have to worry about counting chain stitches or twisting your chain or any of that jazz so there's a tip for you (laughs) nice uh so that's it i've got three projects i've got a tunisian crochet shawl a knit sweater and a crochet blanket that's respectable that's enough to be getting on with yeah what have you got off the needles oh good lord how long have you got pip a whole episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. Captive audience! <laughs> or, you know, you can fast forward through this, whatever floats your boat. Okay, in no particular order. I have cast off my Brioche-alicious shawl by Andrea Maori, And I knit it using some amazing gamer crafting yarns. Because gamer crafting is amazing. I agree. And that was in the merino nylon sock that I got for my birthday, which was part of Angie's club yarn. And it was Birds of Prey themed. Perfect. And Mm. then my contrast colour was her sparkle sock in the necromantic witch colourway, which is also perfect. Yes. Oh my God, those witch yarns. And like, Minor detour here, but Angie's got some like mermaid colorways out now. And there's also the Empty Valentine's charity yarn at the moment, at time of recording. Just, oh my God. How dare Angie be so fucking talented? I know. Every single time, <laughs> every single time she puts out a new collection or a new colorway, I'm just like, <gasps> mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, finish that and wore it for some of my graduation pictures as planned, even though I didn't get my in-person graduation, but it's amazing. I love it. I wear it a lot. I love the colours. It's so soft. Mm. It's perfect. Uh, What else have I cast off? I have cast off some baby knits. Uh, We have a 
family member who is expecting. So I've knit a love note sweater by Tin Can Knits using some chromatic yarn sparkle sock and sturdy sock held bubble in the Spirit Guardians colorway. So it's really cute. Like pale pink with like gray and black through it. Love it. Then what else did I do? Yeah, so I cast off two baby hats. One is an antler hat, also by Tin Can Knits. You're going to see a pattern running through these patterns here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a Kaya May hat by Jamie Hoffman, which is this cute little like colorwork hat. And both of those were using some leftover scraps from various other projects. I knit a pair of Elgin socks by Claire Devine. And that brilliant was in chromatic yarns. They are, is a brilliant pattern. I've not knit it for years because I wear mine still. I wear the first pair that I ever made and I love them so much. So I knit a pair of those using chromatic yarn sturdy sock in the flowers for Yasha Kaloi. Mm. And they're going to get posted to my lovely mother-in-law at some point, <laughs> along with the other knits that I owe her for Christmas. <laughs> because I got carried away knitting baby stuff. And then what else did I do? I knit an Archiform cardigan, and it's this mahoosive, uh, sort of like waterfall collar, cuddly cardigan by KM Bedigan. And that was in James C. Brett's Super Chunky. And oh my gosh, it was so quick. And you can color block the pattern. I just did it one color because it was a commission for my cousin. Kind of want to make one for myself. Ooh. And then, and I think these are the last things. I have done not one, but two Winter Scoff sweaters by Podcast Fave, Carrie Westerman. So I knit one for my mum using Drops Merino Extra Fine. The pattern calls for Aaron, but because I've used the yarn before and I know it can go in the washing machine and my mum gets on with it, I went with the DK weight because I know that once it's wet, it swells and grows like a nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Like I know my yarns and I know my gauges and I feel I think I'm a crappy bitch. <laughs> so I knit that for my mom for Christmas. And as I was knitting it, I was kind of going, I want one for myself. And because I am a fan of the oversized knits, I then knit one in the Aaron version. So the big marine. And I have one and it is amazing. I'm jelly. I really want one. You should do one. It's lovely, lovely pattern. Mm-hmm. The co- like the colour work, I love the colour work, yo. It's amazing. And doing the little snow pattern around the top of the yoke. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. I cannot say nice enough things about that sweater. It is it is so cozy and Carrie's designed it so that the sleeves are that little bit longer so you can tuck your hands up into them like it's cold. Yeah. So yeah, that's everything that I've got off the needles, I think. Since we last recorded. Nice. I could You're go back busy. and check, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. I have been busy, but you know, I was briefly unemployed and not doing my PhD and stuff. So I had a lot of time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the thing, right? People used to say to me, You're such a quick knitter. And I'm like, No, I just have a lot of time to knit. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, what have you had the time to knit? Okay. So I think I had this on the needles when we recorded last I'm not sure but I knit myself a golden rays cowl 
in some rusty ferret yarn and some knitting goddess yarn that I got at Ferret Fest 2019. And who is that pattern by, Pip? That Very pattern tell. happens to be by me. Gasp. So it's some black rusty ferret and then the knitting goddess I think is golden rainbow and I bought it ages ago um, before the pattern was even released because I wanted to try and go for like a stained glass effect and I'm actually really happy with how it came out to the point where I was knitting it and my mum saw it and went can you make me a hat like that please so I also made my mum a hat with the leftover yarn I think I might have enough to make myself a hat with it um, but I don't think I'll have enough to make the mitts as well but if I get the hat and cowl I'll get some photos because it looks really pretty even if I'm tooting my own horn I knit a couple of hats for a new addition to the family I have a new nephew he was born in January and he's gorgeous and I love him so before he was born my sister asked me to knit a hat for him for the hospital because they were going to use the same if you remember back when my first nephew was born in 2018 I knit one of the newborn vertebrae oh yes so you did and he wore that when he was in hospital because they were in hospital for a while and uh, everyone commented on and loved it so my sister was like we've still got it we're gonna use that in the hospital for the new baby but mm-hmm. if you get a hat so I had some yarn that matched the color quite well so I knit a beloved by tin can knits in some rowan felted tweed and I looked at it and I went that looks a bit big <laughs> so then I also just knit a newborn hat in the same yarn just like a wee beanie I didn't follow a pattern or anything I just cast on like 60 stitches and that one I was like that looks a bit more like a newborn hat well (laughs) that hat didn't fit and the beloved fit perfectly (laughs) so (laughs) he's got a bit of a big noggin but that's fine apparently big noggins run in the run in the in the family and that's fine big noggin big brain you know I also knit a another baby knit. I knit a peanut for Jay, which is again by Tin Can Knits. I used some drops Charisma that I bought. Gosh, I think I was pregnant, or it might have even been built before baby. I got some. I got a gift card to a yarn shop, so I bought some drops Charisma in like this orange and green. And although it's thicker yarn than the pattern calls for it it worked fine so I knit Jay this uh this green peanut but I did contrasting ribbing so the ribbing's orange and then the snowflake is orange and I knit it for him for Christmas and it was very cute oh he looks so dapper oh and he's worn it a few times since because for those of you that haven't been in the UK we've pretty much had a two month long cold snap here that's been ridiculous so it's actually been good for him to have something that he can pop on his core that keeps him warm but not like smothers him. Mm. So um, even though we didn't get to have the Christmas we'd envi- envisaged, he still got quite a lot of wear out of it. And then the last thing, I mean, th- these are all pretty small things like Cowl's hats 
the last thing that I just cast off not that long ago was my swallowtail sweater. Yes. Off the needles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It is the off the needles. I spent a month. The one that I spent a month knitting the yoke for and then had to rip the whole thing out and start again. But it's worth it. It fits so nicely. So glad I ripped it out and went a size down. It looks um, so good on you. I love it. I love it. I purposefully knit the body a little bit short because I knew the yarn was going to stretch. I do wish I'd maybe just done literally like two centimeters more on mm-hmm. the body, but like it's still fine. But do you ever get that thing where you're just like, you're nearly done the body of a top down sweater and you're just like, I actually, I'm done. I just can't do any more of this. Hi, I have a wardrobe full of crop sweaters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe like, maybe if it was like an inch further, it did like, it did, it did stretch when it blocked and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I still love it. But yeah, it's just beautiful. The color work is gorgeous. I just love it. It's so pretty. <sighs> I do not you get your color work so even it looks so bloody good it's really funny because I think this is where I went wrong with the size that I chose the first time Mm -hmm. is that my color work gauge is significantly looser than my normal gauge which is funny because like for a lot of people they find their gauge is a lot tighter or people's floats don't aren't loose enough so it feels tighter even if it's not but my floats are all, I, tr- I do my best to make sure my floats are quite, but yeah, it, I think it's because like I'm holding the yarn in, dit- in a different way. Mm-hmm. I'm using the two yarns. My, uh, my tension, yeah, my, my gauge is significantly looser when I knit color work. <laughs> but yeah, blocking works miracles, you know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 tension it blocks out it's fine <laughs> that's why it's so even blocking aggressive blocking <laughs> to be fair that's our motto like whenever anyone from our friendship group messages us going do either of you know what to do about this thing the first thing both of us will say will be like it'll block out it'll block out yeah you drop stitch it'll block out <laughs> <laughs> you spill coffee on it it'll block out yeah maybe you dog food on it it'll block out <laughs> but yeah I, I i washed this luckily i think in the last episode i'd mentioned i was a little bit worried that the black was gonna run yeah i think it did gray the white slightly but not too much it's still and the contrast is still really good and there's no like conspicuous bleeding so mm-hmm. it worked out well but like when it was on the blocking mats i was literally just staring at it being like dry please dry please dry please come on dry mm-hmm. dry <laughs> are you telling me that you're not that like you don't dry your knits with a hairdryer when you're too impatient to wear them no no i did though at the end when oh i'm glad nearly, i'm not doing that does that <laughs> it was nearly nearly there and i have my writing group half an hour later and i really wanted to wear it to writing group so i was like here we go hairdresser hairdresser hairdryer <laughs> Has has anyone else in this lockdown in particular in the UK forgotten how language works? 
I have entirely forgotten how language works because I, I talk, talk I to a my... baby. All oh day. yeah, that's <laughs> you. Yeah, you've at least got that excuse to be like, yeah, yes, it's talking to the baby. As I sit here and I'm like, yeah, my disposable keyboard. <laughs> it's gonna be weird, like when we all re-enter society and like have to figure out how to socialize in person again. Mm. Well, I've started a job and apart from meeting my manager in person really briefly on the street and seeing one of my colleagues leaning out of a third story window yelling down the street at me like I've not met them in person and one of them was saying like I don't know how tall you all are and I have this vision of you all in my head of how tall you are and I learned that one of you is actually taller than I thought and I'm not sure I can handle that and I was like yeah 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 I don't know how tall you are (laughs) Like, I have friends now that I would consider very close, dear friends that I've never met outside of online on video chat that I will be meeting in real life when society starts because we, we're in the same city and we go to the same spaces and stuff. It's just that we didn't know each other mm. beforehand, so we didn't talk in those spaces. So, like, I've tangentially stood next to this person, but I don't... I don't remember it but like I'm just like I have these ideas of height and that's the thing that's gonna throw me off because I know some people because I've met them I know how high that's all they are but like these other people that have become friends in lockdown that I'm gonna be like it's gonna be really weird if you're way taller or way shorter than I think you are this is like this must be like what online dating's like mm. <laughs> like we were chatting in one in my writing group recently about height and Mm. someone was like I'm this tall and I was like what like I pictured you about three inches shorter than that I pictured you at my height how dare you not be my height come on (laughs) it's gonna be weird it's weird how you talk to someone and they just give you the vibe of being really tall or Mm -hmm. I don't know being a permanent glasses wearer when in fact they only wear for screen time or something yes yeah gosh it's gonna be so weird but good yeah yeah I think it'll be weirder for like Jay because he primarily knows these people from looking at them on a screen and like my friends primarily know him from looking at him on a screen so when they see him in real life they're just gonna be like what (laughs) They'll be like the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other like, "Eh?" (laughs) (laughs) No joke. One of the things I'm really looking forward to when lockdown eases is being able to see Jay in person. Because like I've not seen him in person since this time last year, really. Yeah. And I've seen him growing up on screen and he's just become a wee little man. I mean, he was always a wee little man, but now he's a bigger wee little man. (laughs) Now he walks. He walks and like he's got a proper little boy like haircut and face and yeah like, he doesn't he doesn't look like a baby anymore he looks like he's growing up less him yeah like, oh. he looks like a toddler cute wee bean in fact Sia you were the last person he saw that wasn't a family member was I yeah we went for coffee on the tenth of March last year oh so we did. And that was the last time we went out in public, basically. Ethan. Mm-hmm. Weird. Anyway, shall we talk about spam? Oh yeah, spam. Spam me, Sia. Spam you. Okay. 
my list isn't that long to be honest yarn wise i have several months worth of chromatic yarns knitical roll club in numerous colors in the merino sock base because i decided to try that and actually it's like it's like clouds it feels like it has cashmere in it <laughs> it's really plump and i'm looking forward to knitting that up at some point Mm-hmm. I got the Emilia et Philomène Leona yarn that I'm knitting with now, the mohair from my amazing mother-in-law for Christmas. Then my mum got me some Viola Merino fingering yarn mm-hmm. for Christmas. I got two hanks. One of them is the Fireside colorway, which is this really nice reddy, pinky, goldy brown colour. Lovely. And the other is the Crocus colorway which is this really nice soft mauvey pink colour, which I happened to buy myself two hanks of um, before Christmas to celebrate my graduation. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, I'm buying myself a lot of things to celebrate my graduation at this point. But, you I know, think that's, that's reasonable. Justification. That's the justification. Like, and it's my favourite base and I love it. You got a PhD, I think that's worth quite a lot of yarn. That's true. I could spin this out for years. <laughs> literally yes so then recently i treated myself to three hanks of banshee yarns mohair silk lace Mm -hmm. in the villanelle colorway oh yes partly because it's this beautiful bright neon glowing magenta colorway but it's called villanelle and i'm a massive fan of killing eve and i love jodie comer and the costume designers on that show are amazing. Villanelle is an icon. Therefore, yarn form. Please and thank you. Get in my stash. <laughs> <laughs> I am nothing if not a screaming fangirl. Mm-hmm. And that is my spam. Yep. Nice. Spam me. Well, in terms of yarn, I got yarn for Christmas. Um, I got this Novita Seven Brothers that I mentioned, which is a wool acrylic blend. It's actually quite nice. Um, it'll make a nice blanket. Then I also got like a bunch of Lucky Dip yarns for Christmas as well um, from the same Ooh. person. So there's some stuff in there that I'm a bit like, mm, it'll be good for practicing crochet. Aramigumis. I have started DMing a group in D&D and one of them has a pseudo dragon familiar which is like a little dragon so there are some really cute crochet dragon patterns on etsy and i think i might make a few honestly so cute because there were some cotton yarns in the lucky dip and stuff like that which were perfect and yeah it's exciting i might make those but uh we'll see we'll see how it goes um and then like two days ago two or three days ago I got a package through the door, an unexpected package, and it arrived. And I looked at it and I was like, what is this? And the package said Twisted Squirrel on it. And I know Twisted Squirrel is yarn because I follow them on Instagram and I've coveted the yarn for a long time. Yarn uh, is amazing. And, but I was really confused because I hadn't ordered any. And when I opened it, it's this beautiful, it's called the Scanlan colorway. And it's a beautiful skein of sock yarn, which is like gold and purple. And it's beautiful. And it's named after Scanlan from Critical Role. So like, yes, yes. 
And it was a gift from a friend who hadn't been very well. And I'd basically been sending them pictures of Jay every couple of days, just as a little cheer up and a little, hope you're doing okay, hope you're recovering. And um, yeah, she sent me a skein of yarn as a way to say thank you for helping to keep her cheered up, which I just thought was so sweet. So sweet. So thank you, Rona. It's just gorgeous. I love it. I'm still trying to decide what to do with it because it's a special skein of yarn and it's so pretty. It was beautiful, that colorway. So pretty. Louise Tilbrook might be doing a Fuss Free Festival shawl cow. Ooh. And I have the pattern, so I might possibly use it for that because that's a very chill one skein knit. But yeah, it's oh, so pretty. I off that colorway beautifully, that pattern. Oh, it's so pretty. So, yes. Yeah, listen, listeners, you can't see this because this is an audio podcast, but Pip currently smushing the skein of yarn against Pip's face. Yes, I have a yarn skein beard. Um, and in fairness, it is a beautiful beard, and you rock that beard. The other spam that I have is pattern spam. Oh, pattern From spam, yes. Something that I mentioned earlier, which was the Fasten Off Yarn Along, I bought a few patterns, one of which being Fanola by Evenee that I mentioned. I bought a two color work sweaters from Emily K. Williams. They are stunningly gorgeous and size inclusive. One of them's called Rilkhaven and one of them called Arena, A-R-R-I-N-A. And they are like proper fair isle four ply sweaters all over color work. Stunning. Beautiful. And modeled on plus size models nice hallelujah yeah gorgeous i got two hats from faye kennington two color work hats one called cathedral grove and one called alder and they're just both also beautiful and i also won a sweater from windswept designs and they have loads of really cool sweaters including loads of kids sweaters so I chose this beautiful cabled sweater that I'm going to make for Jay called the Monomoy sweater so that's windswept designs gorgeous and then outside of the fast enough yarn along I bought myself a Vinter Scove by Carrie Westerman because I really want to make one good choice even before you made your two over Christmas, I've been like, I want to make this. And then obviously my Caterline as well. So yeah, quite a few patterns, not very much yarn, but that's fine. That's fine. I've got a lot of yarn. I, I can get through my, like I've, I'm kind of making it a thing to try and knit from stash quite a mm-hmm. bit this year, mostly because I don't have the funds to be buying yarn anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's fine. Um, I know you got a couple of patterns here. Yeah. So I got the Ranunculus, which I'm knitting now, and that's by Midori for Rose. Mm-hmm. And then the other pattern that I got most recently is the Weatherill sweater, mm-hmm. and it's by Kiyomi Bergen. And it's mm-hmm. this beautiful colourwork uh, sweater pattern from, I want to say it's one of the more recent Amarisu magazines. And it's this mm-hmm. really nice graphic yoke pattern. It's two colours. And I love it. And I'm going to knit it as probably a gift for someone. But I might knit one for myself as well because it's just 
I've been eyeing it up for months. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, the modelled pattern is like it's this beautiful red yoke Ooh. on a white body. Pretty. It's, it is gorgeous and it's very rare that I want to copy the actual like colours of a pattern that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the only patterns I've bought beyond the multiple tin can knits patterns and winter scarf, I think. We're getting I'm not all that organized at the moment. We're getting all patterned up here in yeah. Tipsy Knits Landia. Yep, getting all prepped for lockdown number four. Oh, gosh. I, I joke about it. This is not me predicting it. But <laughs> who, who, who flipped? We're still in lockdown three, Sia. Come on. I thought this was lockdown two. I know, right? I mean, Scotland never I really left lockdown. Like, I'm like, I'm still on lockdown number one. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've told you what we have on and off the needles and spammed you, I'm going to mention that fast and off yarn along that we have noted a couple of times, which was an off Ravelry alternative Christmas craft along run by Whip Sanity and Rachel Newin, mm-hmm. who basically had both decided they wanted to do something like it independently and then both discovered the other one was doing it. So they basically joined forces and yeah it was a 20% off patterns for two weeks from participating designers there were over 90 participating designers of which I was one and over 2,000 patterns offered if you guys want to see some of the highlights for me I posted on my blog ramseybaggins.wordpress.com my like favorite patterns from the from the yarn along and it was actually really fun to participate. There were prizes, games, puzzles. There's a Discord server, which is like a big chat room. There was all sorts of stuff on social media. There was a bingo. It was really, really good fun. And I really hope they run it again next year because we just had a blast. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun time. And it was nice to be able to still do like a, crif- a Christmas craft along mm-hmm. that wasn't associated or held on Ravelry like it was a nice accessible one which was nice so yeah it's called the fasten off yarn along and I would just keep an eye out for it kind of coming up next winter again because it's worth it I imagine there will be even more designers and even more patterns and even more fun just good times just what we need right now Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Apart from that, I don't think we massively have anything to talk about. I don't think we do. We've been indoors for months. Been indoors. And I think for both of us, like many people, we've mostly just had our heads down trying to survive. And you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you again next episode, whenever that is. Yeah, except we won't see you because we're an audio podcast. You know what I mean. We know we know what we mean. You might not, but we do. <laughs> Bye. Toodles. Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Nets podcast. You can find the show notes at tipsynets.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at tipsynets. 
and you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube as the Tipsy Knits Podcast. And if you'd like to, we do have a coffee page and you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsy knits podcast. 